She's like, what are you guys looking for? I said, we're looking for people who need Jesus. She's like, wait, wait, I think it's going. And it went, and she got healing. Praise ya. What are the fruits of revival? Brothers and sisters, there's been a lot of talk about revival in these days. And while revival can start at an event in our lives where God comes to meet us, true revival is going to transform us. It means our life will change. Just a few weeks ago, we had an event in Missouri called Rise Up. And at this event, many people were sent out into the streets of the surrounding cities to proclaim the gospel. They brought food to give to the poor. In this video, we're going to share some of these amazing testimonies for you to be encouraged about what the fruit of revival can look like. We went up to another woman and we're like, Hi, how are you? Would you like some prayer today? And she's like, well, yes, I would. And we were like, okay, that's great. And so we prayed for her shoulder. And each time she said it felt a little better and she could move it a little more. And the third time she was like, I think it, it's mostly better. And I was like, would you like us to pray for it again? And she like, she's like, wait, wait, I think it's going. And it went and she got healing. Praise yeah. She's like, what are you guys looking for? I said, we're looking for people who need Jesus. You know what I mean? So, so then she's like, basically, we end up, I'm like, let's go pray for you. Can we pray for you? So we got out and we prayed for her, and she was struggling with some things and depression, and we encouraged her, and, and the Lord prayed, and we prayed for her and encouraged her to get back to church and invited her here tonight. And then we went on, and, and, uh, and I don't ever carry anointing oil with me, but somebody gave this to me yesterday, so we it felt led. We went to the school and anointed the school and prayed over the school. And then we went to the Masonic Lodge in Seymour and, and prayed over that and cast down principalities and powers of darkness and bound them. And then we ended up, amen. And then we went to uh, the diner, which the Lord led us there. We had a cup of coffee and we ended up praying with almost everybody in the diner. <laughs> so it was a good time. So the Lord uh, was magnified and people were encouraged and edified. We didn't see any healing. The healing that we saw for the most part was spiritual, uh, which is the best healing that you can experience. Amen. Thing. Yeah. Strength when people are encouraged to, to be returned to the Lord, you know, it was good. Oh, my, my immediate thought, I'm, I'm like here in Walmart, I'm like the last place you'd catch me on Shabbat is a store <laughs> in Walmart. Um, but at the same time, it's, that's, the, that's the heart he wants in his people, to, to be willing to go to the people that are on the wayside, right? To the, um, where he says that the, the, the harlots and the tax collectors enter the kingdom of heaven before you, right? But even in our daily lives, going to the store, right? He tells you to pray for the cashier, ask them how their day is going. For me, it was very much, I love to see this because it came to my attention that, especially in this area, that a lot of people who wore tassels have become a stench in the sight of a lot of the people who live here. A lot of believers have become almost repulsive to people, and it saddens my heart that we are supposed to represent the king, and yet we give him a bad name. And so if they're going to hate us, let, us, let them hate us for the right reasons. Let it because we stand for the truth and because we are willing to love and because we are willing to help them when no one else can. We had a whole group of young kids. There was like 11 of us, but we kind of like split it in, in threes, you could say. But one, of, one like really good testimony was this lady. She had a lot of pain in her right leg. So we're like, okay, can we pray for it? She's like, yeah, I'm a believer. And she was like, I believe that stuff. So we're like, okay, can we just pray for it? She was like, yeah, go, back, go for it. So we just, we just placed her hand. And we're just like, we command it to go in the name of Yeshua. And we prayed for it twice. And, and we're like, how does it feel? And she was like, wait. It's, it's gone. She's like, it's not there anymore. And we're like, oh, awesome. Like, praise God. And she was like, wow, I, I can actually get in my car now. And we're like, oh, praise God. That's amazing. And all these, like these kids, like she's 14, 10. So they, they were just out there and they were bold and preaching. And it was awesome. Everyone that I prayed there for, you could just see they were just so touched that we were even there. They were just so touched. Just, and one lady was like, will you keep praying for me? And she just was a sweet lady. And I had to be like right at her ear for her to hear me. But she was so sweet. And I just, 
They were all very sweet. So don't forget the elderly. Yeah, so they were sharing a story, testimony earlier how they just happened to stop at a random house in Seymour, right? So we're on our way back through, coming up to Seymour, and we said, how about we just drive these back roads and just see where the Lord leads us? And we're looking for, like, mobile home parks and just wherever we can go. And uh, we end up coming to this junction, and you feel like we're supposed to just continue straight through. So we continue driving straight through right into this lady's driveway. And we pull up in this house, and we're like, God, this is the house we're supposed to be at right here. And we get out, and this lady comes walking out, and she's like, "Uh, can I help you? She's like, yep, we're here to bless you today. Like, what can we pray for you for? And she's like, well, a couple other guys were just here like 10, 15 minutes ago. (laughs) Yeah, hallelujah. (laughs) So it was amazing. So like you guys got to pray with her and pray for her for, for, you know, for her burdens and for her mom who she's been taking care of since she was 14 years old. This lady's probably like in her 40s now and she's been taking care of her mom and her dad who was sick at the time. He's passed away from cancer now, but she's been taking care of them since she was 14 years old. Very burdened. We pray with her outside, and then I was like, well, hey, did, did your mom live here? She's like, well, yeah. I was like, well, hey, did they come inside and pray for her? She's like, no, they didn't. I was like, well, cool, let's come inside, let's go pray for her. And she's like, uh, okay, let me go put the dogs up. Each one of them had a very specific word for both of them, and it encouraged them. We got to pray through. Eventually, the mom was starting to come around, and she started breaking through some of the trauma, some things she was holding on against God, saying, well, God, you're the reason why you know, I lost my husband. And we were able to squash that lie, share the truth that, that, that God loves her. He sent us there for that day. And we, she got blessed financially while we were there. I said, look, my wife and I, we're going to come here, Ashley, the, the daughter who's been taking care of. I said, hey, we're going to come back. We're going to bring you guys food. We're going to keep praying for your mom till she's healed. And so the door's open for a relationship now. So it's awesome. Yeah, God was seeking them today. Being a former Baptist, I felt a bit of a disadvantage going out. But if, I went out with Brian and uh, yeah, definitely outside of my comfort zone, but uh, I think we'll continue forward. And there was a little boy that caught my attention and I was looking for a way to bring in conversation. So he was trying to get some candy out of the machine and I walked up and I said, here, here's a dollar for you. And his mom was at the register and she's watching on and he was like, no. No, no. And he refused several times. And I said to his mom, can I give it to you to give to him? And she was like, okay. And I began to just give him a little bit of conversation and ask him questions about his life. And, you know, so do you, do you have brothers and sisters? Do you live with your mom and dad? I don't have a dad. Oh, I'm sorry. I have, I have two moms. And then um, one of the other team members came over. And while I was talking to the little boy, she began talking to the mom. And so the Lord used us in a different way and found out that the grandma was in the car and she had had a stroke and she had had different things happen to her. And so we are still standing in the store and the, um, when I gave the dollar to the mom, the little boy, he said, I'll be right back. I have to go get something in the truck. And he ran out to the truck and came back in and he gives me, he gave me this little tiny ring. And it was just the most precious thing and you could see in his spirit that he just had such a good good heart and it, it must have really touched him just to do that. And so uh, we went out to the car and we were able to pray with the grandmother and pray over healing for her from the stroke and whatnot and we were able to bless them financially and um, all of us um, prayed in agreement afterwards and throughout this day but that we're gonna continue on forward and doing it so thank you so much one store is open and it was a game store one of those game stores dungeons and dragons and all these things like that right and as we are passing the storefront we noticed that it was open and we seen some people coming out so a couple young men uh, David and Wyatt hey how you guys doing what's going on in there you know making conversation what kind of games are you guys doing in there I know what's going on there, but I just, my whole, my whole focus was wanting to share, share the Messiah with them. And so uh, we did ask him if, hey, can, can we, after our introduction, and I'm Andy, and what's your name, and all that, uh, asked if they could use any prayer, and they were like, um, no. And, I, and so that starts the conversation. Well, what do you, do you, do you believe there's a God? 
And so David is an, an admitted agnostic, and Wyatt um, probably shared the same belief. He was like, yeah, I don't know what I believe. So we had this discussion, and then, and then I did ask, can I pray for you guys? And the whole point of this um, encounter, I think, that the Father put together was uh, the point of every encounter, because the healing is one thing, and it's great, but the, the prayer that they allowed me to speak over them was that they would know the Creator. When they come to the point at the end of their life that we would be able to speak and know and have that relationship with the Father to have eternal life. And that's the whole point of us um, being together and that's why the Father put us together because we could go out from here into our communities and into our families, like that brother said, call your families up and, and talk about important things because a lot of people, they don't know. I don't know. He's, David's like, I don't know. I've never seen the proof. And, and this Wyatt, oh, everything's good. I'm like, is it? Because if you don't know the Creator, and I gave him some examples of the blessings that they're missing, if you don't know the Creator, at the end of your days, the hope is just death. And what good is that? And so we had this discussion. It was amazing. It was so, and this is the whole point of us all getting here, is to talk to our loved ones. Because if we love Yah, you know, we're going to love our neighbors as ourselves. And how much more... If we love ourselves, why are we holding that in? And let's not hold that in. Let's share that with everybody, even guys that walk out of a Dungeons and Dragons game. So, ever since we came into Torah, I didn't know if healing was a thing anymore, and it's just really encouraging to see God's people stepping up and being used and yeah, we got pushed out very uncomfortably because I think it's always uncomfortable for me, but we got to pray over multiple people and one guy was with his wife who was in a wheelchair at Walmart. And obviously, we went over to her to ask if she needed prayer. She said, everyone's praying for me. It's fine. I'm like, oh, well, did your husband need prayer? She's like, yeah, his back. And so we're like, all right, let's pray for his back. So uh, we just declared his back to be healed. And um, he said before he can move like this. And so we're like, is that as far as you can go? He says, yeah, the pain starts here. And so then me and John prayed again for him and said, check it out again. And then he bent almost fully that much more. And we're like, that's awesome. We're like, is that normal? He's like, no, that's not normal. And it's kind of hard to know, like, their, you know, their uh, reactions. It's like, are you joking with me? But he says, no, this is totally different. This is awesome. It, and it was really cool. We prayed over a few more people. And on our way out, I saw them buying groceries, and they were using an EBT card or something. And we got to bless them for their groceries, too, and just show them as much love as we could. Then we roll up to O'Reilly, where we both felt like we should go in. And we walk in, and there's these seven big, you know, I think they're like 19, 20. And they're just hanging out there. They said, yeah, our generation is trash. And I'm like, God wants to use that generation. And he really has a plan. I, I have my kids are in that generation. And my daughter's heart bleeds for that generation. And our heart should bleed for that generation too. We need to pray for that generation and, and, for, the, and for the younger ones. It was just, it was beautiful to see because they all were very respectful and listen. And you could tell some of them didn't want to hear what we had to say. But there were those that were receptive. And even if we didn't see it manifest before us, it, it's a plant, right? It's a seed. Love on the young people. Encourage them in their faith. Sometimes as we're walking by the way, we just get to scatter a little bit of seed, right? And, and we don't always get to pick the hearts of the people, right? Sometimes the ground's rocky. Sometimes the birds come by and steal the seed. Sometimes there's thorns, but our job is to cast the seed, right? We just go, and as we go, we cast the seed. We shema, right? We hear, and we obey. And he says, go ye, right? And so as we go through our day in our work, when you're at the gas station, pumping your gas, go ye. Because there's people everywhere who need his love. Is there anybody that you run into who he didn't pay for? The answer is no. And so if I look at somebody and he taps me on the shoulder and says, go talk to that one. And I feel judgment in my heart. Or if I feel like, man, I'm really not... I'm really not feeling it today. I'm too tired. 
I just go, okay, I give you my judgment. I give you my exhaustion. I give you whatever it is that, that I'm feeling that isn't his heart for them. And as you walk, give me your eyes, right? Give me your heartbeat. Give me your thoughts. Give me your words for this one. Give me your compassion for this one. But if we make that introduction, if we're walking with our hand in Abba's hand, right? And we make that introduction and we put those hands together, then something's going to happen. Y'all on the street. Yeah, we saw all of you and we're like, okay, you guys, (laughs) you know, you're doing your job. We want to go somewhere where there's no one. And we're driving and there's a car that pulls in, it's driving in front of us suddenly and it says, follow me. And also the verse, excuse me, also the verse where Yeshua says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And we're like, wow. Well, we're guess. And I'm like, okay, I guess we'll follow (laughs) this truck. (laughs) And so this truck is, we're going to Ava, and and the truck drives into Ava, into the uh, Walmart there, parks at the parking lot. Lady gets out, husband's there. We start talking to the husband. And he's like, no, we, we love God, and God did this in my life. I was a drug addict, and he delivered me, and so on. And we're like, wow, thank you so much. He's like, you have to meet my wife. He takes us into Walmart. Okay, we're following the follow me, right? He takes us into Walmart. He, we meet his wife. His wife is a Sabbath keeper, keeps the Sabbath, loves the Lord, oh, spirit-filled. Yes. Oh, She's yes. like, we need the Holy Spirit. And this is why I think we were led there. I felt in my spirit, we were looking at the time, like, okay, we need to be heading back now. But I felt in my spirit that, no, you need to pay for someone's groceries. So I went over to the self-checkout line, and I saw someone, I'm like, okay, maybe it's that person right there. But as I'm walking past, I hear this beep, beep, beep sound, and I turn over, and there's this lady who's trying to swipe her card, but her card is getting declined and declined and she's not able to pay for her groceries. So right in that moment when God says, go pay for someone's groceries, there's someone who's not able to pay for her groceries. And so it was such a precious moment as I went over and said, hey, is everything okay? My card won't go through. Hey, can I bless you right now in the name of Jesus? I wanna cover your groceries for you. And she was just surprised, kind of just shocked. She didn't say anything, but she's like, sure. Thank you, a sweet older lady with her daughter, and yeah, now you, then Petey came over as well. Yeah, so our, you know, our card at least went through, I was like, yeah. okay, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I told her, you know, uh, it said decline, 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 you know, all of us in humanity, you know, we are in decline, we have had our mm-hmm. cards been declined, but he has paid a price to get us back. Yeah. And, and I, just, we just, I just told her, this is Yeshua. He is paying for this. Don't thank us. Thank him. I mean, what blows my mind is that, you know, the Lord knew that there was going to be a lady in a certain moment where her card was going to be declining. But 15 minutes before that, he already put us on the road there. And then Christina, suddenly, she's like, I need to go to the self-checkout. And she starts walking. And I'm, and I'm, going, and, and I'm kind of falling after her. And then beep, beep, beep. There it is. Can you, it's just so high above our ways, right? Come on. But we have to trust Him. We have to trust Him and be like, Lord, I don't know what to do. Help me. I'll do whatever I need to do. Amen. And I think I thank every one of you who came forward here to share the testimonies. I think it's just so evident that the Lord is doing something here. And I want to just praise Him. So can we just give a big hallelujah to the Lord? And as part of this conference, we asked the attendees to come and bring food and supplies, things that can really help the needy. And what happened is the, a week later, many of those people who attended the conference came together, went out 
hit the streets and shared food and things with people and shared the gospel along with that. And today I have Aaron and Crystal Stevens here with me and I'm honored, excited to have them on here again. Um, just to share, they were at that. They, uh, Crystal was in fact very intimately involved in, in the organizing of it and we're going to talk a bit about that too. But uh, hey, guys, thank you so much for coming on. We've always had a huge heart for outreach and it's been really on our hearts to like want to be able to to do do these things a lot more as as a spirit and truth community as a, as we're saying we're about spirit and truth like we need to be about reaching out and doing the great commission like aaron said you know in this last season we haven't always had a ton of people to run with who have the same heart and so um we've just tried to make the best of that and just serve as a family we're really big on just providing opportunities for our kids to really um have compassion and grow in compassion you know like when yeshua it, it talks about him being moved with compassion often in the gospels and in order to be moved with compassion you have to encounter situations that move you to compassion you know and so last week on sunday um when we went out there was 35 people showed up and a whole range of ages you know tons of kids we had youth we had adults and just a whole group of people that were excited to go out and bless the community. We just kind of looked up, okay, where's the mobile home parks? Where's the apartment buildings? You know, just this, the, the parts of town that are most likely where people could use some free food, you know? Um, so we hit all four of those locations. We just split up in teams and went to those places and we just had some radical um, things happen. Um, oh, I want to hear about those. You know, I want to, I want to share that, you know, I remember, you know, what you just said a little bit earlier regarding compassion. And I just want to touch on that for a sec before we move ahead. Like, I remember when I started, uh, when I was still living in South Africa, you know, and I, I had the same hunger that you had, right, to go out and, and share uh, with with the homeless and the people who were really poor. And, and you know, I've, very quick, you start to realize that, wow, this person is hungry for like actual, like, you know, physical food. And here I am coming with trying to give them spiritual food. But it's so important for me to meet that physical need. And then there is a, an open door, you know, to, to meet that spiritual need. And I think that's so key for us to to keep in mind and and be willing to come with a heart that's generous and and giving and and even you know I would also say you know no matter how prepared or, or unprepared you are always be ready with that spiritual food but you know yeah. to have to be very conscious about wow I can meet someone's need and in that shine the light of Christ which is love and care and generosity. And that's because that's, he's the most generous person who ever lived, giving his own life for us. And we, and we didn't deserve any of it. And so you need to ask yourself, you know, anyone who's listening, is, is there anyone in my community who doesn't deserve love? Let me go love on them because that's what Yeshua did. So it's not about like us because I know a lot of people think about this topic and they're like, well, a lot of homeless people, uh, you know, they deserve where they're at because they don't want to work or they they this or they that. And oh, they're just, you know, we have all of these these judgments that we have. And, and you know, sometimes some of it may be warranted. But at the same time, Yeshua had, could point a lot of fingers at us. But yet he doesn't. He dies on the cross for us and gives. So the question is, is when we when we hear the gospel of what he's done for us, what do we do with that? And in the same way, when you give to a homeless or a a person who's in need, whatever, wherever they're at, the question is, what do they do with that? Not it's it's yeah. your responsibility is to give. And what do they do with that? That is their responsibility. And so we we have to pour out for them. And, and this and, and last thing I'll say on this, Crystal, is, you know, I love what you mentioned about this compassion, because I remembered how it grew my faith even uh, in my I think even more you know than the people I was going and, and ministering to and it grew my, grew my relationship with the father it grew my relationship with Yeshua I felt more love because it's like you know sometimes I felt like oh I struggled to love people but then when I went out and forced myself to to give something to a poor man and and pray for the poor man or whatever it is 
And then there is like this love of God that just comes and flows into me and and changes me in the process, you know. And so that's what I love about it. I think, like you said, for our kids, how precious and important that is. Amen. Yeah, so good. So yeah, good. please continue sharing what happened there. Uh, you were in the middle of a testimony there. So um, we, we had been praying for divine appointments and just that the Father would lead us to the right doors. And um, a friend of mine ended up going up to this family's door and and offering them groceries and the woman was visibly touched you know she was just like wow you don't even know how much this this means to us and um as they continued to visit and talk they um the story kind of came out that you know her husband was super hard worker but just through a number of circumstances hadn't been able to get much work lately and so they were really struggling financially and they had actually just gone to church that morning and were driving back and um, the husband had been really struggling and just saying like, it feels like we're, God doesn't even see us. Like, and the woman had said, we just need to have faith. And he had kind of shut her down and just said, it doesn't work that way. You know, he was just really struggling. And so then, you know, my friend shows up on their doorstep with groceries like a few hours later and they're uh, both just like, uh. And, and later on, you know, the husband was crying and just really touched and convicted about yeah. just not having that mm. trust in the Lord, you know. And so it was just a really cool opportunity, um, even for the team that was ministering to them, just to, like you said, when we step out to bless others, they get blessed, but then we get blessed in the process. And so I think for everyone involved in that, um, it was just really powerful just for them to be able to pray over them and just just see how the father had just so divinely orchestrated that. And even down to the kids, you know, like my friend had told her son, who was a similar age to one of their kids, like, OK, you play with that boy so that we can talk with the parents and pray with them. You know, person involved in like keeping their kids happy and when they were leaving the 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 other family's kids were like oh you're my best friend i want you to come Aww. to my birthday party and you know <laughs> the kids are all connecting and ministering to each other as well and so it was just this beautiful thing and so and then we had um another group go to the elderly um home facility and just it was just precious hearing some of the stories of just these elderly people that didn't have any family coming to visit them you know they're super mm. lonely they're just beautiful people that are just alone you know and so one of my friends spent most of her time just visiting between two different homes you know with these elderly people and just seeing um her children just ministering to these elderly people too and just just like we were talking about, just the compassion, just kind of growing in their hearts. And um, so there was just a lot. I mean, it was it was cool. We haven't even gotten to hear half the testimonies because we had a little debrief afterwards and half the people had to go off and do other things. And so we haven't even heard all of it. It was just the general feel when we got together afterwards. Everyone was just like, that was awesome. And everyone was just encouraged. The kids were like super mm. stoked to be part of it. And we um, we also took out little forms of paper just with some questions on it just to to get a feel for um, just what are other needs that you have you know is there anything else is there any other way we can serve you and also like what are some you know you've lived here a long time like what are some ideas of what the community needs oh, and so cool. we're practically just handing out food and ministering to people but also with a long term vision of like what can we do in the future you know and so there was one elderly man who um he needed a ride to the grocery store a couple times a month because his ride oh, wasn't wow. working out so, that's cool um, i put that out to a few people in our community and this sweet family responded right away they're like we'd love to do that and so just little practical things you know just loving on people and so there's a lot of good fruit that came from that and I think, you know, what's so key is uh, what I love about this is it wasn't like we're going to go do these things so that and then, you know, what you expect from the people, you know, what is so key, I think, is to have the people because people like kind of smell it when you're when you're trying to get something from them or trying to manipulate them into something. And I think it's so key for us to to be going with no strings attached, like I'm here to love on you. I'm here to, 
to take give you a ride to the grocery store as many times as you need and you don't ever have to give anything back to me you don't even have to say a prayer if you don't want to you know that there's there's no like there is we have this heart of of shining the light for yeshua we have a heart of we want to reach them with yeshua and the gospel absolutely but it's it's this freely we give not because I need to write a report on how many people got converted or whatever, like report back to my church about that, even though we love it when there's good testimony. I just think that I'm just trying to say that this this motive as to why we go needs to be just to treat people the way that Yeshua would. Yeah. And uh, I think I just want to read this here, Matthew 25, uh, 35. He, says, for I was hungry and you gave me food. I was thirsty. You gave me drink. I was a stranger and you welcomed me. I was naked and you clothed me. I was sick and you visited me. I was in prison. You came to me. Then the righteous will answer him saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you thirsty and give you drink? When did we see you as a stranger, welcome you or naked and clothe you? And when did we see you sick or in person or in prison and visit you? And the king will answer them. Truly, I say to you, as you did it to the least of these, you did to me. And, you know, I know we're familiar with this, but I want us to think about what he's really saying that, you know, I think he may actually be speaking about a real moment there where he's going to be with um, people who have said that we follow you, Yeshua, and he's going to ask them, you know, I was with you. I was hungry. I was. And then it's like, well, what do you mean? You know, well, well, that's how you treated the people who are the least. That is how you treat me. He so when you go and you see a, someone in need, you need to be seeing Yeshua and considering if this was my Messiah, if this was my Lord and Savior, like how would I actually treat this person in front of me. So that's why like I'm super excited about hearing all of this because because that's really a move of the spirit. Like I can talk till I'm blue in the face and we can talk till we're blue in the face. But until the Holy Spirit convicts you who is listening to this brother and dear sister to do the same, to become a revival in your community until his the spirit man. moves upon you like oh, man. Like I can't convince you. So you need to be like, God, make me hungry to be to treat people the way that you would. The the young people and just everybody was like super pumped. They're like, mm -hmm. you know, they're coming up with all kinds of ideas and and um, they're just getting excited for like what we can what we can do in our community to really begin to reach out. And so um, it's just like there's so much momentum and they're and they're, they're one of the moms was saying, oh, my kids, she's got 11 kids. All my kids like want to go pray for people now and they want to like go, you no, know, go to cool. minister to people. It was like yeah. just that testimony. And even as, you know, we're talking about Asbury, it's like Asbury kind of maybe is getting started with like testimonies getting released and people starting to get the spirit starting to get poured out. It's like, man, um, we want you to, to, to cultivate that, that, um, that, that uh heart for service and as we can tell tell these stories it's like it releases faith and mm -hmm. tangible life into people to want to do the same thing because there's nothing Absolutely. special about us any more than like we're all mm -hmm. special we're all children of god but it's like we're not like you know these big televangelists mm -hmm. that are mm -hmm. and whatever it's like man the father can use us he can do it everywhere and that's really so. what happened that rise up at the event that previous weekend is, you know, we were just sharing testimonies for the most part, you know, most of at least even what I was sharing was God has done this in my life. God has done that in my life. I've seen this. I've seen that because that's what people think like, well, maybe God could do that for me. And and then, you know, we had the outreaches like, OK, guys, we're going to go now. And some people were I asked the crowd who's scared <laughs> and, you know, half the people at least were they were honest the other half weren't honest you know people everyone was, was going to really raise their hand you know and, and half that did raise their hand and then i said but who's hungry you know and then everyone raised their hand because it's like yeah we're, we're a little you're a little scared about this you know many of us have never done this before but we're so hungry to see to, to do the lord's work and to see the holy spirit work through us and that was like what caused them to to be like okay my hunger is more than my fear. I'm going to go and do this. And then they did. And, and, you know, you guys, you know, you were there and, and it's like, after that, we have a line of people next to the stage coming up to share the things that God has done. 
and it's yeah. and they were fearful before and now they're super excited and they have testimonies to share and now people hear that and, and now we have the next weekend you guys with with them and there's a whole a, a large group right being like we want to do this now again next weekend and we want to do more and we want to figure out how we can be a light and so you know i want to just encourage anyone listening you know how how can you be a light in your community and maybe we can uh, crystal maybe we can speak a bit about that like what you know we're talking about big ideas here and, and i and i think you know things can definitely grow into something big for anyone but it doesn't have to start that way. And, and I don't want anyone listening to this to be intimidated by why well, it needs to be big. No, it 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 can be very small. In fact, it's, it's, it's so precious when it's small because it can happen anywhere at any time, even if it's with just your family. Uh, so how can people, someone who's who's got a little bit of a hunger for this now, they're like, wow, maybe we can do something in our community. How Where can they start, do you think? Yeah, there's a number of things that we've done in the past with our um, kids. Um, just a few things. Uh, I, I used to get my kids to draw, um, like we'd sit down with a piece of paper and we'd just pray and ask the Father to give us a encouraging picture or a scripture, you know. And so my kids would like draw some, and this was when they were younger, so it was like, it didn't even really look like much, you know. And sometimes I would write, like I would ask them, okay, what what do you think the encouraging message is with this picture? And I would write it on there. And and then we'd just go shopping wherever we had to go, you know, Walmart, the dollar store, whatever. And I would tell the kids, okay, look around and find the person that you think this is for. If someone's kind of highlighted to you, then let me know and we'll walk up to them, you know. And so, you know, especially when they're little, I'd help them out and do most of the talking, but I'd just say, hey, this might sound different, but, you know, we were just praying this morning and asking God for someone to encourage, and my child drew this picture for you. He felt like it was for you, and, you know, then just explain the message or whatever, and we just, we had all kinds of people that were just super encouraged by that and blessed, and then it can kind of open into, you know, hey, is there something you need prayer for? I love that involvement. Yeah, um, you know, if they need healing or just anything. And that's a soup simple. All you need is like a piece of paper and some things to color with, which mm. you probably already have. Um, another thing that we've consistently done is we try to keep like granola bars or just some type of basic non-perishable food in the car so that when we see, you know, people with signs on the side of the road, mm. um, we can have something to give, you know, and sometimes we have more time or we're in a good location to like park and actually go talk to the person and just be like, Hey, what's your story? What's going on? And sometimes it's just a quick drive. Yesterday I was in the car with my kids and uh, my son was on the right hand side and, and there was some, a few homeless people there. And so I handed him a couple of the granola bars we had and it's like, roll down your window. And it was cool. Cause he did talking. I barely said anything, you know, he just was able to be like, Hey, like, can you guys use this? And God bless you. And, you know, it was just a quick drive by, but it's just that little expression of like God's love. Like, Hey, we're, we care. Like we're, we're not going to just look the other way and pretend we didn't see you, you know? Um, also in the, especially in the winter, we try to um, keep like little bags of, um, you know, socks or gloves or hand warmers, some food, maybe a little Bible, just little like gallon Ziploc bags in the car also for the same purpose. Um, so those are a few, um, little things we've done. Yeah, I have more I, ideas, another, but <laughs> another thing that's great. And we encourage like, um, uh, as many people to do as possible as if you have neighbors, um, that are close right now, we don't have a ton of neighbors that are close. Um, but when we've had neighbors, we've in a couple different places we've lived, we would we would have neighbor dinner. So like we would just like invite the four or five or six closest houses to our to our uh, where we lived, and we'd invite them over for dinner like once a month, and we'd just start building community and start just loving on our neighbors, cool. being real intentional with like really wanting to sow into. Um, and they and some of those neighbors, a lot of those neighbors didn't even really know each other very well, right? And they would start getting. Into other and there would start to be community but then as you start to do that you start to have a lot more 
ability to like speak into people's lives once they, you know, you're feeding them and you're just hanging out with them and loving on them. Mm -hmm. And then, then you, then all kinds of great conversations and great, um, you know, uh, discipleship can flow out of relationship. But when you don't have a relationship with somebody, it's like, it's, it's real hard to reach where their Mm -hmm. heart is when they're, when they're already probably closed off to you. But when you reach out and you tangibly give, you give life, you bring healing. If you, you know, if you want to pray for people to get healed and they, they get healed they're all of a sudden they're kind of like, they're going to be a lot more open to what you want to tell them. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's crazy. Awesome. Bro, I love that. You know, that, that relationship aspect of things where, you know, because it's hard to reach a stranger. Right. And so that's why you need to show like Yeshua, right? He, he always had some, some way of showing love to the person. You know, whether it was Amen. through a spiritual gift, that's another way, right? Like, like you said, praying for them to get healed. And it's like, wow, there's an open door. What You have love for me, clearly. You care for me and you have this powerful God. Tell me about it, right? Or a word of knowledge like Yeshua had for the Samaritan women. I love that story. Uh, so spiritual gifts, that's, that's what he did a lot of times. And then, you know, doing acts of, it doesn't have to be a, a miracle. Sometimes it can just be this simple practical things we're talking about now, which are very important. Amen. You can't, you can't like you know, pick and choose one or the other. Like it's, it's a whole package. That's what Yeshua did. And, and I love what you said, Crystal, like being intentional. And so, so, you know, be like, how can I make sure that I'm ready for those, those opportunities that come across my path? So, you know, when I see someone, let me have something in the car. That's great. And then also be intentional in the ways of, well, what you have the people that you meet in your day to day going here, going there. And those are these maybe, you know, more brief or maybe less brief, but, you know, on the way interactions. Uh, But then you have the interactions where you have to, like you said, okay, we're going to go to a park and we're going to find someone. We're going to find that person of peace. And sometimes, sometimes it'll be that you go out and, you know, I've had days where it's like, wow, I go out and like, and it's just amazing. You know, I, I see this, I see that I see people are touched by and they're very open, you know, you have that happen. And then you have other days where it's not as the same, like you, you just it feels like you're, you're not like reaching the same uh, amount of people really as deep as you'd like or whatever. And, and we have a lot of, you know, desires as to what we consider a success and what we consider a, a yes, this went well kind of thing. But, you know, I, I just want to remind everyone that in, in God's kingdom, we do all of this because he called us to do it. That's our main per, main reason. He He told us to do it and we love him and that's why we do it. And so, you know, we're going to meet different situations and have different grounds that we sow seed on. And some of it will be along further. You know, we'll see fruit quicker in some areas and in some areas not as quick. But it doesn't mean that stuff isn't happening. You know, I have so many stories that I can go on way too long before we have time. But but so many stories about, you know, people who who seemed to be closed off, who actually later it came out that that interaction with them was what broke the ground for the next thing God was going to do to really bring an extreme uh, harvest in their life of good fruit. And so, you know, we have to be not walking by it just like what we see and keep our eye on that person of peace that God has for us that we are after that person who he has an appointment with that day. And sometimes you have to go through two, three, four people who isn't that person before you get to that person. Has that been your experiences experience as well? Yeah, (laughs) for sure. And even the outreach that we were referring to, it's like we had some people who slammed doors in some of our, you know, teammates faces and (laughs) um, and plenty of people that were like not really interested, didn't want prayer, you know, and um, Mm. we had one one young couple we had knocked on their door. And when when the young lady opened the door, she just kind of I had already been talking to her boyfriend because he had come outside. And so we were chatting and then she opens the door. She's just like staring at me. It looked very <laughs> uh, intense. And but then she slowly kind of came out and started talking as well. And we had a really great interaction with them. And, you know, the next morning I woke up and I just couldn't stop thinking about them. And it was like the father was showing me that like 
he's pursuing them, you know, and I was thinking like, what can we do to go back and like love on them mm -hmm. again and build relationship, you know, yeah. and I think that that's the father's heart. He's looking for that one lost sheep, you know, and like mm -hmm. you said, it might take a, a, a while to get to that person. But when you find them, Man. even if something dramatic doesn't happen on the first encounter, you feel God's heart for them and you, you they're highlighted to you. You know that the father yeah. wants to pursue them. And so you you continue to pursue them you don't just stop there at that one visit you know so, you go back you you know i spoke to some people at the conference who you know some people just didn't have uh, always you know the best encounters um in terms of every encounter being that way but at the same time i asked them so what well, was it worth it and and would you want to go out again even despite that they're like you know of course i want to do this again because like wow like i still like saw that even though you know that happened my fears of how i thought things would be because people have all these these fears right that's totally it just went out the window because it's like wow all my fears were actually just false and what the enemy was just putting on me but i realized like there's nothing to be afraid of and even yeah. in those times when when someone may not receive it the way we we, we hope it's doesn't it's not like as bad as i thought like i'm still all right they're still all right yeah. no one died and you know it, <laughs> and and many times crystals like you said it's like well this person is actually being highlighted and, and god is actually is is wanting to pursue them and and you see so that is yeah. like that's the fruit of that the fruit of that is follow-up in that situation the fruit of that is that that person that ground is just a little hard and we're gonna just like soften that ground a bit you know getting it ready yeah. for the seed to go and you know for anyone who's scared about what we're talking about here what word would you give them to encourage them uh it's not as it's not as hard as you think and when you realize it's not as hard as you think mm -hmm. it gives you more okay like i could do this like the father can use me and he's called you like he's put his spirit in you and he's going to give you words to love on them. And what I'd say is, is um, the, the object isn't to, you know, get somebody saved or to get whatever. The object is to love them and be the hands and feet of Jesus, the hands and feet of Yeshua, that he would uh, just use us. And he, he wants to use you more than you want to be used. And that you realize that when you just enjoy who he is as your father walking with you and leading you, he he he'll just it all that you need to do is love them well whether you you know you can you know do everything perfectly or not it's about loving them and like it and meeting them where they're at and just mm -hmm. being it, like anybody can do that anybody can anybody can you know give somebody a hug and give somebody just smiling honestly there's some of you out there like people are going to get touched just by the smile that you carry and the joy that you carry. And, and it's not about what your, you know, super amazing words are, but mm. I just feel like, mm. um, it's, it's not as complicated as we make it. It's exactly yeah. what you said, PD. Not that, you know, it's not as hard as I thought. It mm. wasn't as big of a deal to even get rejected. It wasn't that big of a deal, but how much more so is it going to be amazing when, when, when people start to respond and, you start to sow those seeds, even when people aren't responding very well, it doesn't seem like those seeds get sown regardless. Mm -hmm. I've seen, heard so many testimonies of people being like, that actually happened this, this, this last year, right? You know, we prayed for this guy um, and, uh, you know, at one of the local hardware stores. And, mm -hmm. and I come to find out that I, there's three or four other people that had prayed for that, exactly that same guy. Father was trying to get his attention. And so um, it's just kind of cool to see how it's like the father is after people's hearts mm -hmm. and they, and he, he, you know, we, we pray for a guy at, at the outreach during the, during the uh, conference, we prayed for this guy that said, yeah, this random guy came up to us like 10 minutes earlier. And we actually went to a different place, uh, actually city than the, all, all the other outreaches went. And I don't think it was anybody from our group. Um, Cause it was like a totally different area. And um, this guy said, oh, somebody just asked us if we wanted prayer. So I guess <laughs> it was like he, 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 was, he was super receptive because he was like, well, I guess the, the God's got my number right now or something. <laughs> yeah. But he's, he's preparing the way for us and he's going to do it. Yeah. And um, when I was in my early 20s, the father spoke really clear to me during this one season. And he said, 
do the things that you fear the most, just do them. And so I went through this radical season of, if I was scared to lead worship, I signed up to lead worship. If I was scared to do, you know, whatever, I just looked for opportunities to do that thing until the fear was broken off of me. Mm. And I don't know that there is a way to break fear in your li life until you just do that thing that you fear. Yeah. Mm. I mean, and, and I think that if we're wanting to become more like Yeshua, we're wanting to go deeper with Him, we're want wanting to be entrusted with more. Amen. It's just something that you have to overcome and you yep. overcome it by just doing it, you know? And yep. just pushing through that fear because yep. um, there's such a reward on the other side. A lot of people would say faith is spelled R-I-S-K, like just stepping out and, and mm -hmm. going for it even when, you know, you're not, you don't know the out, what the outcome's gonna be. That is faith. And so we have to be able to risk and to be able to step out in faith and trust our Father and that, um, that He's called us to go and to be the light of, of Jesus, to be the light of Yeshua mm -hmm. to the world that's in darkness. And so we get to be His light. So it's awesome. Amen. And I, what an honor. Come on. <laughs> Amen. What an honor. And you know, if you really ask yourself, like, what is it that we're really risking here? Like, you know, we're talking about risking our what reputation, risking what people may think of us. Ris like, come on, we're supposed to be dead to ourselves. We're supposed to not be care alive to the cares of the world, but dead to the cares of the world and alive in Christ and His kingdom and the and really the cares of His kingdom and the cares of His kingdom is to be caring for the poor and caring for the, the meek and the lowly in this world. So that's what we're talking about here today. Um, so guys, uh, Crystal and Aaron, thank you guys so much for coming on with me. I really appreciate it. I know this is this is going to bless many people. And so guys, I hope that this has blessed you. I pray for Father that you would just come and to in the hearts of everyone listening to this, Lord, and convict them and guide them and give them wisdom, knowledge, understanding to to think about how they can be a lot in their community with using in their family and in, the, in their friends. Uh, Father, I pray, Lord, that that all fear, Lord, we would just cast down all fear, Lord, and all faith in, in, in other things and put our faith in you, Lord. And the fact that, Father, you are so much greater, Lord, than our fears. And I pray that you would put a hunger in your people, Lord, that uh, for for the things that we're talking about here to to be a servant. And Lord, I pray for that hunger to just to just outgrow the fears of men in the name of Yeshua. Amen, guys. Thank you so much for joining me and I will see you guys in the next video. Subscribe to this channel, like this video, share it and I'm excited. Shalom. The harvest is ready. We have